I'm Dr. John Robinson, and this is Teachable Moments. I have a few more letters for you today. Here's the first one. Dear Dr. Robinson, I'm at my wit's end. My 13-year-old son is very bright and gets good grades in school. However, it's not because he does his homework well. Getting him to settle down and get busy is like pulling teeth. We have to set a time for homework, but frequently he just says he doesn't have any. He gets mostly A's and B's. Oftentimes, he doesn't bring books home from school at all. Study for tests, book reports, term papers, all last minute for him. I'm tired of the homework wars. Help, signed, Battle Weary. Dear Battle Weary, what a dilemma. If your son were failing at school or frequently in trouble, you could just come down on him like gangbusters. What I see as critical here is that he is a good student. So what's going on? At 13, Junior is entering adolescence. Developmentally, that means he's trying to figure himself out, find an individual identity. For children younger than age 10, parents are the best thing since sliced bread. We can do no wrong and our kids are obedient because they want our blessing. From age 10 to 12, the jury's out. This is called latency age, which means not a child and not a teen. The new developmental term is tweener. At this age, Children have their own ideas, but mostly conform to ours. Sometimes they want to be just like mom and dad, and sometimes just the opposite of mom and dad. With adolescence, most teens want to be opposite of mom and dad. This is the Sturm und Drang, that is, storm and stress, of forming an individual identity. It's where, as a parent, you want your son to begin making his own decisions, but with accountability and supervision. If his grades are in fact all A's and B's, that's great. That means all of you are doing something right and you want to convey your pride to him and his abilities. However, in Teachable Moments Building Blocks of Christian Parenting, I caution that children always test the limits and that they never mean what they say. Therefore, believe what they do more so than what they say. In politics, the foreign policy wonks talk about trust but verify. So, get on his teacher's computer portals, check his grades online, or in conversation with his teachers. Also, as a new teenager, consider revising your rules to allow your son more latitude in completing his homework. You can prompt, but don't hover. Another concept I share with folks is the principle of responsible freedom. That is, give your son as much freedom to complete his tasks in his time and manner as he demonstrates responsibility for keeping his grades up. If he demonstrates irresponsibility, then you have the right to pull back on his freedom. At his age, though, problem-solving is a joint endeavor. To impose your will may lead to sullen noncompliance and emotional distance. Good luck with Junior. Blessings, Dr. John. Here's another letter. My kindergartner is being bullied on the playground at school. She's a dainty, sensitive little girl, and her tormentor is a tomboy. The tomboy knows that what she's doing to Avis is not right. I know this because she does it on the sly and the teacher never catches her bullying my little girl. My husband wants Avis to man up and fight this girl. He even has gotten boxing gloves and shown her some punches. Avis just melts into tears, throws the boxing gloves down, and runs to her room. Because the tormentor is athletic and respectful to adults, her teachers think that she's all that and not a bully. She seems to have singled Avis out because other mothers in the class report that their child is not her victim. Any suggestions? Signed, Out of Options. Dear Out of Options, My heart goes out to you and your precious little girl. 
As you may know, most schools have strict policies to stop bullying. Even if Avis's teacher is in disbelief of her being a bully victim, you can request that the school counselor come to the class and give a presentation to the whole class about bullying and how to confront it and avoid it. That's your right as Avis's parent. Also, while I appreciate Hubby's perspective, Avis has made it very clear that she's not going to defend herself. Additionally, many schools have a zero-tolerance policy on fights, indicating that both parties get punished. So, defending herself might make her point, but with consequence to her. Nonetheless, what's going on does require action on Avis's part. First, use your active listening tools to help Avis talk about her feelings. Your empathy will help her focus on how the bullying makes her feel. When you see her emotional tension going down, switch to, So, what do you think we should do about this? Even at age five, she needs to be included in the problem solving. Second, use role play with Avis to help her reenact the bully behavior. You play the bully. This gives you opportunity to help Avis use her words to confront the bully behavior. I'm telling is not sufficient or effective confrontation. Something as simple as saying stop with accompanying hand gesture will surprise the bully and may work. Because the teacher doesn't see the bullying, it's important for Avis to hang closely with her good friends in the class. Like a predatory jungle cat, bullies tend to single out the weakest in the herd. If the tormenting is witnessed by one or more other children, the teacher is more likely to confront the bully. Finally, while not excusing the behavior, bullies tend to have stuff and feel powerless, insecure, and inadequate elsewhere in their lives. Here, you can help Avis have empathy for her tormentor and consider ways she might make her tormentor her friend. Also, you and or the teacher or counselor might follow up with the bully's parents to help put the behavior in context and offer options. Again, active listening would ease the parents' embarrassment and defensiveness that their parenting is being called into question. Good luck. Blessings, Dr. John. If these letters stir questions of your own, contact me through my website at www.thereformykids.com or email me at johnrobinson00 at bellsouth.net. That's J-O-N-R-O-B-I-N-S-O-N-0-0 at bellsouth.net. I'm Dr. Jonathan C. Robinson, licensed clinical psychologist and Christian author of Teachable Moments, Building Blocks of Christian Parenting, and this has been Teachable Moments. Teachable Moments, Building Blocks of Christian Parenting is available online at amazonbooks.com and in local and national bookstores. More on Dr. Robinson at tmcpinc.com.